Listener Production. Spread your jams and drizzle your syrups. Why is it so sticky? It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yeah, what's up, what's up, what's up? It is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. So good to be here and uh, it's a Friday. It's come around so quickly. Very excited to be chatting to you. Our final day of uh, a bit of a retrospective this week. We've been checking in with a few of our friends um, who we've been hanging out with over the last year on All Day Breakfast and a couple who we've uh, encountered even over the last few years of working together in radio, Matt O'Kind. One of the most memorable, Justine Schofield from MasterChef. Um, incredible cook in her own right, and she's going to be jumping on the show. You know, I'm excited to have the reunion of you and her because I love how awkward it is. I'm not excited. I feel I I get so awkward when I whenever I'm around Justine, and you know, even whether she's on the show or not, I I see her around at events and stuff, and I can barely look at her in the eye. Yep. It's going to be one of the good ones. It's coming up with Justine in a little bit. We're also in a bit of a retrospective looking back at the few memes that we've lost. That boy, Gregory Saladfingers, will be checking in to let us know which memes are no longer with us. Um, It's a very special edition of Meme Market Update. That's also on the show today, so I hope that you can stick around. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. So, Matt, saw a story on the internet, on, on Facey, on the socials, uh, yeah. from the hometown paper saying that after 40 years, one of my old school teachers in high school was retiring. 40 years. Wow. You're, and you, you, you were one of their students? I was one of their students in the uh, IT, computer studies, that kind of thing. We've, only been, we've almost been doing this for one year, right? So imagine doing this for 40 years. I mean, hopefully all day breakfast does go that long. You know, fingers crossed. To be honest, I hope not. <laughs> well, we'll run out of stories. <laughs> Forty years is such a long time. To- the the the. I mean, <laughs> I feel like my 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 ass would well and truly wear into this seat. It would be moulded around we're, my thighs. Wear the seat down to the pole. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But anyway, I was looking at that because I just remember. It made me reminisce on the good times with this teacher. He was a, such an interesting dude because it was one of those ones you never knew if he was joking or not. It was like really on the verge. Like he'd teach us how to write a formal letter, and <laughs> what we we weren't allowed to indent any of the paragraphs, which is when you like hit tab and you go forward a little bit and you start a little bit in from the page. Well, yeah, that's that's a, that's a that's a style that he's chosen, right? Well, it is. Yeah, I'm sure it's one of these Oxford styles. There's just no indenting, but. He one day caught someone indenting. He's like, "No, no indenting. You, you didn't learn that here. There's no, Uh-oh. absolutely no indenting." <laughs> and so then, you know, we'd get into trouble by just deliberately indenting things. And then someone would come to use the computers, Whoa. go, "Hey, uh, he's, he's indenting over here," and then be a big, a big barrage of no indenting over the other side. Bro, anyway. that is, I'm surprised you didn't get expelled, man. You're a badass. Yeah, look, I was pretty bit of a bad boy in high school. Like, I did were, you, were you indenting your paragraphs? And, like, did you have a leather jacket that was flicked up at the collar? Yeah, I was doing <laughs> curls MT as well, just really <laughs> off the chain for these formal letters. But um, I was reminiscing about sort of old teachers, and um, Woods had a really uh, great art teacher apparently saying her art teacher was awesome. Mm. And the most, the most memorable moment from that class, and it was sort of make make anything you like day, you know. And um, Elle had the idea is like, oh, I want to do a bit of felting. You create your own felt and make sort of picture out of felt. Um, but but she brought some um, brought in to make your own felt. She brought lint. 
from the dryer. You know how it like cakes up with a bunch of you oh, know, yeah, lint of and stuff. Bring in lint, yeah. make some homemade felt. That'll be good. Take take out the filter. You've got, you got to, to you got to clean the filter every every you know dry. Yeah. So instead of throwing that in the bin, why not to create some incredible arts some art, from it? It's genius. Uh, but unfortunately, she came in, was making this felt, and and realized that a lot of um, a lot of what happened, what catches in that filter when you're washing clothes and then drying it off, <laughs> just found that lint was you know forty to fifty percent pubes in the, <laughs> in the lint, and then the teacher comes up, sees this, picks up one of the hairs between no. the fingers, and goes, "Oh, little puby, <laughs> what?" What? The teacher did that? The teacher did that. And then I was sitting there just realising that this is probably <laughs> either her or one of her parents' pubic hairs in <laughs> this so... art class ah! with this teacher who's such a chill teacher that she can pick up this. Anyway, that artwork got canned. You'll be happy to know. <laughs> uh, but just shows you get some cool teachers. Just, yeah. I would have had an art attack. If well, I... That's the thing. <laughs> This is an art attack. Um, just one of those things where the teacher can be so cool, you're just happy to pick one up. You know, didn't make a big deal out of it, you know, man. You know, well, not, to like, be fair, not like indenting. You're a you fine. couldn't get a cleaner pube. Like it has been washed and dried. Like it, is. it was a freshly laundered pube. You're right, it was. But um, uh, another great memorable class. But this is a great time before, you know, Tell us your, your teacher stories. What's happened in the classroom? I, I feel like reminiscing, Matt O'Kine. Yeah, let's go back to school. Hit us up on Instagram, at Matt, o, at Matt, O'Kine, at Matt O'Kine. You can message me if you want, at Matt.n.alex. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Now I feel a buzz. Matt O'Kine, it is time to welcome a very special friend of Matt and Alex. We've talked to her many times over the years. And uh, it's always a pleasure to have her on the radio. Hello, incredible chef, Justine Schofield. Oh, guys, I've missed you so much. It's sort of nice to see your faces again. Yeah, it's been a while since we... We were at, we were at Gourmet Escape last year um, at the at the well not last year actually gosh it was two years ago now that was the last time where anyone was allowed to do anything I don't remember much of it we were drinking quite a lot of beautiful WA wine weren't we it was it was such a great experience such a great festival but also I get daily uh, still I'd say probably once a week um, someone's still tagging me in uh, a photo of you on your Instagram. In a uh, in a swimsuit on a beach in Numia, uh, New, Cal- <laughs> New Caledonia. Yeah, I still too, and I find it remarkable how people can still remember that moment. I think I was in America when it went wild, and it was just I had no idea what was going on. I just knew there was some rat dog creeping on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Matt almost ruined our relationship with you, Jesse, before it began. But being the nicest person in Australian media, you uh, managed to roll with it. And now we're well, here to uh, on an exciting time for you because you've just released a new cookbook. Uh, can you tell us all about it? Yes, this is my fourth baby. She's oh. beautiful. Look at her. Oh, there she is. Oh, slow cook it is uh, called. I do like the idea of slow cooking, but I don't have a slow cooker, okay? is well, How much of an issue is this? 
it is not an issue because um, I sort of wanted to do the, if I was going to do a slow cookbook, I wanted to make sure it sort of covered a wide range of, um, you know, applications. So uh, the, the the main recipe in the book, you'll find that it's just in a heavy base casserole or in a baking dish, whatever um, the vessel will be. And then underneath that, I've also got another recipe so you can slow cook it. So there's two ways of doing it. And then I'm going to go take it even further than that. Like on, I'm on Everyday Gourmet at the moment. Some of the recipes I'm going to transform and show you how to pressure cook it. So that's slow cooking done fast. But let's not get into that. <laughs> like, <laughs> two styles sure. of recipes fine. I think there's so many people out there that just that love slow cooking when we get into that cooler month. Um, and so many people have a, a slow cooker. Um, I really wanted to sort of highlight that but do it the right way because I think there's – a, quite a wrong way of using a slow cooker. I don't know if you guys have slow cookers. I've got one and I've been using it a little bit. Have I been doing it correctly? What's the wrong way? Well, depending on what it is, it's not, it's, there are some exceptions to the rule, but let's just say you're doing a classic red wine beef stew. Okay. I think a lot of people put it into the slow cooker without browning the meat or you're doing a chicken stew without browning and all the see. Yeah, but what's the point? Like, why? What's the point? Because I, I, sometimes I'm like, oh, man, I couldn't be bothered branding. I'll just chuck it all in. Exactly. And you can do that and it'll be okay. But if you want it to be bang on and be absolutely delicious and have those layers of flavour, it's well worth getting a pan out first, getting that nice and hot, cranking that pan, getting a bit of colour on the meat, um, on the veggies, popping it into the slow cooker then turning it on and going to work or doing it overnight, the flavour is just so much better. So I really emphasise that all the time. And, yes, people people might go, oh, well, that defeats the purpose of a slow cook. I just want to bung <laughs> it in and walk away. I don't want to wash <laughs> any of the other dishes. Yep. <laughs> What about okay? What about something? Because I mean, there's so many standard things that you you expect to slow cook. Okay, like uh, you know, a beef, a red wine beef stew, and you know, nice uh, some chuck steak or something like that, some oxtail. What what are, what's something that people are slow cooking, or that you have gotten this recipe that people wouldn't think to slow cook? Yeah, well, desserts. What I before oh. I started to into it and start to become infatuated with my slow cookers, cookers, plural, I've got many of them, <laughs> um, and and trying to work out what people want to do and, and cut corners. Desserts are awesome. A sticky day pudding in a slow cooker is epic because it slow cooks and it steams at the same time. So you get this steam pudding and it's so, so good. Um, you can do a creme caramel in it too. So there's many different desserts you can Whoa. do in a slow cooker if you want to be adventurous. But, like, even just other things, walking away from the sweeties, there's also amazing um, vegetables you can do in it. I mean, creamed corn in a slow cooker is so delicious. It's just so yummy. Risottos, sort of doing that cheat-style risotto where you put everything in, that you don't need to sear everything off, um, and just letting it just sort of sit there and slowly absorb that's a delicious way of cooking something very simple, uh, very simply, and and everyone's going to love it. You know, pumpkin risotto, blue cheese over the top. Yeah, baby. Oh, incredible, <laughs> Justine. Something I've found, because I've been using it a little bit, but something I've found, I feel really, um, I still feel guilty, and maybe it's just when you grow up, you just get told, do not leave the oven on when you leave the house. That's even, what I'm worried about. Even though it's a slow cooker, the heat is so low, it's a professional thing, I still feel bad shutting that door and not at least being in the area if something goes wrong. Is, it, is there any danger of that? Or am I just, am I, you know, paranoid for no reason? 
I mean, I've got to be careful what I say, right? But that's true. The whole point of it, I think that was designed. I think that's why it is so popular, and so many households just have that slow cooker in the back of of their 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 cupboard, waiting for the winter time. Is because it is that safe. It really is safe. And if you get a good quality one, <clears throat> maybe like a tea fowl one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you've got a few of them around the house. Keep <laughs> getting free ones when you drop the name everywhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be safe. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> um, so 80 recipes. I mean, uh, look, putting together 80 recipes, this is not easy. And this must have uh, at times like uh, almost, you know, plus you're filming a TV show every uh, single day. I mean, if you were just filming a TV show right now. Yes. I've just I've just come off set of Everyday Gourmet. We're up to season 11. Oh, my so God. I am now. Not many TV shows go 11 seasons. Yeah, that's quite that's incredible. I mean, friends. Yeah, The Simpsons <laughs> uh, and then Justine's Everyday Gourmet. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about it all? I still pinch myself because I just can't believe that people want to still watch me <laughs> at that time. I, I remember growing up watching Huey's Cooking Adventures. Remember oh, Huey's Oh, yeah, Cooking? absolutely. Oh, yo, gee. That was the only <laughs> cooking show that, we had, I didn't have Foxtel or anything like that. I didn't know. So I'd come home after school and watch that. And never in my wildest dreams did I, number one, want to do that or think that I could do that. And then when it just all happened after MasterChef, it was just one of those things where I'm like, well, I learned so much of Huey because he did those simple, basic things. Um, and I am a cook, not a chef really. So it just made sense for me to go into a show like that because I'm always happy to hero, you know, and do over and over again the poached eggs, the scrambled eggs, the slow cooked dishes, those mm. simple dishes um, because that's what people want at 4 o'clock. So maybe that's why I'm still, I'm still here. Have you ever had any disasters on the show filming? 11 seasons. You must oh, have had yeah. some absolute. How long have you got? <laughs> <laughs> Even today I did something so silly. Like, I mean, I think I touched caramel and I put it on my tongue because, you know, naturally you want to taste things and that just <laughs> my tongue is still sore now. You know, <laughs> oh, just eat. I've flambéed things and have my hair slightly in it where I tell people to put their hair back when they're flambéing. So, yeah. That's when you yeah. got a little blowtorch out, isn't it? Yeah, and exactly. you've you've got your hair you've got your hair in the way of the blowtorch. It's like, and here's the brulee and flambe and sort of brulee, brulee, brulee. Ah, So at the end of every year when we were working at Triple J, there'd be like a, a champagne radio where we put all the bloopers, uh, you know, for the staff party. Do you have the everyday gourmet <laughs> bloopers where they the editing suite cuts all together all the disasters that don't make television? They have so much juicy stuff. If that ever gets out there, I'm going to be in trouble because there's so much. Well, could we please have the exclusive, Justine, yeah, on that? Please, We'd love we'll the put exclusive. it on our uh, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I can guess there's probably some language in there as well that isn't appropriate for your 4 p.m. time slot. <laughs> They won't see me in the same light, and we don't want to ruin that, guys. Of course, of course. Uh, awesome. Well, Justine Schofield, thank you so much. So excited that your new book is out now. It is called The Slow Cook. Please grab it wherever you get your books. Um, we absolutely love uh, everything about it and can't wait to get some get some recipes that my daughter Sophia will enjoy as well oh, as the it. fam. Yeah. The babies love slow cook food, especially the, make sure you make her – the, the corn dish, she's, without the chilli, or unless she likes chilli, make that, the babies will love it. Mm, oh, awesome. Amazing, oh, thank you.
Well, thanks so much thanks. for joining us on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, and we will catch you again soon. Mwah. Mwah. Especially Bye. Matt. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, love you both equally. Uh, thank you. See you, Justine. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Well, we take a moment now to cross to our meme reporter, that boy Gregory Salad Fingers, who is not in the meme stock market today, but instead is giving us a look back and in memory. Yes. Hello, Matt O'Kind. That boy Gregory Salad here. I usually do talk to you in happier circumstances, live from the NASDAQ. But today, it's time we take a look back at some of the memes we've lost over the past 12 months. This is In Memoriam. Despite meme conservationists' best efforts, some memes have moved from rare to endangered to critically endangered to now, finally, extinct. An extinct meme is classified by the department as not being seen in the wild for 36 months, not even on 9gag. So without further ado, we present you a retrospective of the memes that gave us so much, but are now forever laid to rest. Firstly, it's time to officially say goodbye to one of the original memes. Icon has cheeseburger. The cat-based image with poorly spelt text was once plentiful, frolicking through the internet Serengeti with careless abandon, but has been teetering on the edge of extinction for many years. With no sightings of even an ironic post in many moons, the silly cats who pull on our deepest, unhealthy food urges are heading to the big burger shop in the sky. They have given us much mild enjoyment over the years, but now it seems the only thing these cats with poor grammar can has now is a coffin. I can has cheeseburger cat memes are survived by their son, Doge memes, who have released the following statement. Much sadness, very cry. Born in 2005, Charlie the Unicorn showed promise from an early age. The animated video uploaded by Jason Steele took the world by storm, with the unicorn's adventures to Candy Mountain and subsequent kidney stealing, spawning many spin-offs, tributes and even a real-life art car which people drove around Burning Man one time. Alas, the plucky horned horse ran out of steam, with interest waning in the weird voice and really quite poor animation after that. Rest in power, Charlie the Unicorn. And finally, it's official. 2021 brings us the confirmation of the death of the dab. The body movement meme, in which one's face is placed inside the elbow, the other arm jerks skyward, took the world by storm in 2015, and at one stage was almost the most populous meme on the planet behind the distracted boyfriend. Unlike the other meme deaths this year, the dab didn't fade into obscurity as much as it was terminated by a comet-like event, much like the killing of the dinosaurs. That large, species-eliminating moment came in 2016, when Matt O'Kine performed a dab during Kiss from a Sandstorm-like aversion during the Matt and Alex Triple J farewell, which made everyone realise it was, in fact, super lame. <laughs> Goodbye to the dab, a meme taken too soon. <laughs> this is Dat Boy Gregory Salad Figures signing off from the meme mausoleum to all the memes lost in the last year from all of us. Thanks for the memories. Well, we are very excited to be joining you back with a brand new episode on Monday morning, Matt O'Kine. But just because it's been a very special week of retrospective does not mean that this Friday episode doesn't give us a few tasty leftovers. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, we love ducking into our inbox and seeing what has been uh, cooked over the week and hasn't been consumed. We get so many messages to it. We want to make sure that but you still get a taste of some of our favourites. Um, like this particular talkback topic, are you woke or are you a snoozer? Um, at Elsa Tatai texted in and uh, said, I am woke and my husband is a snoozer and it infuriates me because he doesn't actually snooze his alarm. He just turns it off but continues to lay there and 80% of the time will go back to sleep and then he'll wake up in a panic because he's late. Like, I don't understand why he doesn't just set it for 10 minutes later because he knows when his alarm goes off, he has time to lie there. But instead he just goes back to sleep. That would annoy me too, Elsa. Trust me. <laughs> why would you think? That's arrogance. Alexa, that is, there is nothing more arrogant than to wake up, than to think that you need an alarm to wake up but to not think you need another alarm should you decide to go back to sleep. Some people just want to watch the world burn, don't they? <laughs> they just want to watch it burn around them. Trisha got in touch uh, about what has a bird stolen from you. This is a throwback as well. Uh, Trisha said, I went for a lunch meeting with my research supervisor at a nice cafe. My supervisor bought me a falafel sandwich. Then an ibis lands on my table, knocks half the sandwich from my plate to the ground. Oh, that's just rude. Doesn't even eat it. No. Just wants to see it get dirty. Just, just wants to it see from the hand. As just if, wants like, to see if you... Trisha was on a diet and needed to be uh, taught, taught a lesson. Just wants to see whether you follow the seven-second rule. That's all the Ibis wanted to do. Um, at Gemma Not Sorry says, and this is in response to Talkback Topic, what are the cool words? Gemma says, dip, meaning you're going to leave. So, uh, hey, fam, hey fam, just going dip. Do you reckon that works? I'm just going to be dipping. Yeah. Oh, did um, I use that right? <laughs> wait, one more. Okay, one more schooner, then I'm going to dip. Maybe? It's, it's, it's I can see it. I can see it catching on. Yeah, all right. This um, needs a bit of, uh, bit of star power to come in. We need someone, someone big in the industry to start using dip. Um, what about Chris from Queensland? You have uh, texted in with regards to what did you miss out on? What did you miss out on? Yeah, boys. Well, it was uh, Splendor 2017. Uh, Catfish and the Bottlemen are on the lineup. Mm. So me and the team have organised to all get alligator costumes to wear to the set in homage to the cover of their second album. That oh, is uh, it. I had a t-shirt, a catfish t-shirt where the yeah, alligator's yeah. eating its own tail. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, so you're big one. fans. So, I mean, this is, a, this is a big tribute you're putting putting effort into. They're big. We're big fans. We're big fans. Great, great uh Brit Rock Boys. So, mm. yeah, there's a lot of hype here. We've got our alligator suits. We've ordered them. They're all big green onesies. Um, so, uh, day two, I think it was. Um, and in the Arvo, Bernard Fanning was playing. So, we're all at the amphitheatre. Um, and now, I love and revere the man, as any good Queenslander should. He's, uh, he's yeah, the yeah. state minister for euphoria up here, as you know, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we're at Bernie's set. That's main stage. And I have seen him a couple of times. So about halfway through the set, I decide to head back for the campsite sesh. We've got to prep for this campus set. Mm. So I get out of there. I walk into the campsite and it's pumping. Good you time. Dip. No you, just, you just dip you from dip. the main <laughs> stage. Yeah. <laughs> I took my leave. So campsite sesh going off. A couple hours later, my world comes to an end. Two of the boys have come back from the Bernie set and they're shook, proper shook. <laughs> They've just witnessed the once and final reformation of Powderfinger. Oh. Never to be repeated once oh. in a lifetime. The rest of the boys join him on stage and they rip through a couple of the uh, the, the Queensland <laughs> the National Anthems. Classic. <laughs> yep. 
Mate. And yep. you're and just in your bloody alligator there. suit like an idiot. Yeah, you may as well have been in a bloody pelican suit, mate, because that's what you were. <laughs> Goodness me. Wow. Oh, um, well. I didn't think about it. It's been four years. Did they do that thing where you come out and you go, oh, look, it wasn't that good. Oh, the sound was a little bit muddy. Yeah, you didn't miss out on much. No, no. Every time Powderfin comes on, it's, oh, I've never seen this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, thank you, Chris, for uh, sharing your sorrow with us. We wish you the best. I did tell you about my Daft Punk miss. So, um, look, I know you. Yep. I know your I feels, that. and hopefully we'll, next time when Daft Punk reformates, we'll be able to be front row together. One day. Also, boys, quick shout-out to my Facebook page, Shit Festival Campsite. It's been a tough time. COVID has affected us all in different ways. Oh, yeah, especially with Blues Fest being cancelled last week. Yeah, okay, well, we're here for you, man. Yeah, and I think um, your crew down there at Shit Festival Campsites, they'd be getting JobKeeper, though, wouldn't they? Well, yeah, Scotty just cut that recently. So oh, bloody hell. Double whammy, hell mate. is a man oh. meant to make a living posting to- terrible gazebos? <laughs> I've had to let the broken tents department go. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Oh, All that's right. a few families that we'll be going without for a few weeks. All right, until we're back up and running. Good good on you, Chris. Thank you very much for chatting to us, and we'll catch you later. No worries, boys. Cheers. And that brings us to the end of a big week, Matt O'Kine. It has been very fun times, and... Uh, We'll be back with you on Monday morning. Absolutely cannot wait. Always keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex on Instagram. We love hearing for you. Other than that, have a great weekend. We dipping. We're out. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.